everybody it's your girl Marsha b and we're back with another episode of the introvert in the city podcast and we are here with my lovely co-host janine janine what's going on homie not too much i'm happy to be here per usual yes yes we have upon us a very magical time we have the solar eclipse coming up along with the new moon and retrograde so there's a lot going on right now energetically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is uh, just because there's so much energy, there's so much information, we're going to dive right on in. Um, we have the solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. We have a new moon in Aries again. Um, we had new moon in Aries in March. Uh, so we're still rocking with Aries they are the baby of the zodiac, so they are spearheading all of this energy right now. Mm-hmm. Exciting! Um, this is like a new moon on steroids. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on April twentieth mm-hmm. at twelve twelve p. I believe p.m. I didn't look that up. I would assume it's p.m. Um, but I found that twelve twelve kind of interesting. You know. Uh, in regards to numerology because <clears throat> 12 can represent um completion because mm-hmm. we have 12 and it's the 12 zodiac signs so it's kind of like completion of cycles and um which i i think falls right into the theme of a new moon and um the solar eclipse you know because this is all about major beginnings and endings so uh, right. one the number oh go ahead no, I was agreeing. Okay. So the number one, you know, is all about new new beginnings, leadership, independence, and individuality. And number two is about balance and harmony and partnerships and cooperation. And so the numbers combined could suggest uh, being guided to take a leadership role and fostering like uh, cooperation and harmony with others. And I also looked up the angel number, you know, because those are always fun. And it said the angel number is um, the divine is encouraging us to seek out meaningful connections with others and work in collaborations towards common goals. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take it a step further and mm-hmm. combine the 12, 12 to six because mm-hmm. one plus two is three. Mm-hmm. And six is fertility, not necessarily fertility in babies but fertility and new ideas giving birth to new mm. concepts new lifestyles newness um mm-hmm. because the six represents it's sort of like the the curve of the six is like a pregnant belly mm-hmm. and so it, it's newness you're giving birth to something new and energetically since we've entered this new year i want to say from pisces season which ended the the astrological new year to aries we have been 
really talking about letting go. This is a time to purge, to get rid of what's not serving you because the energy really wants to prepare you to enter this new year, which we are now fully one zodiac sign into it almost. You know, we're upon Taurus season soon, um, very soon actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is encouraging you to release so that you can make room for what's waiting for you. And so the eclipse is literally, it is the, 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 like the mark of if you didn't think you were done. Okay. So now you're done. Okay. okay. Right. It, it's closing. The, it's closing the book. It's saying we've been giving you time to end this. Now we're going to end it for you so that you can make room for what is supposed to be there. So the eclipse season um, is pretty up and down. It's chaotic. It's, you don't know what to expect. It's mm -hmm. like expect the unexpected. Things can look one way one day and flip the script the next day. Um, but you got that in conjunction with retrograde, which is, you know, as you know, the the it's the appearance of the planets moving backward of mercury moving backward so what used to be uh regular communication is now like you know miscommunications it's delays it's, it's so it's such an annoying time but it's going to force you to take a step back to move slowly um and to really just focus on yourself and embracing the newness I don't know how I went through all of that from a six. <laughs> but. Hey, but but it was right on time though. Hello. Okay, because um, you know, the solar eclipse is all about newness and, and huge new beginnings. And um, you know, it's the time for us to take advantage of it. It's also um a time where going within I think uh you know like you'll see all these changes externally but also internally too I think you know because like uh just anything because um <laughs> anything that I could uh oh god what definitely definitely lost my train of thought okay oh that's <laughs> I thought he was about to cry girl <laughs> I love that thought. Okay. But no, because when you were talking about um just the changes that are going to be taking place, I was thinking about how I've been experiencing a lot of internal changes, you know. Mm. And and so I was thinking around the solar eclipse is not good to manifest externally. So it's a, a good time to be go internally, you know, and really assess a lot of internal changes as well. Yeah. Those are for you know, for us. Yes, definitely internal changes. Um, this, I mean, I think energy for people who believe in energy, we're always looking to use it to make us better, right? Some people mm -hmm. use energy to do other things with it. I don't know, because I don't use it for other things. I use it to make myself better. So- mm -hmm there's always going to be an internal change. Um, and it's really just you being in tune with what the energy is, because then it makes more sense. It mm -hmm. makes more sense that you would be recognizing that you're letting go certain parts of yourself during this time period. Mm -hmm. um, 
and that the like certain things or themes that are coming up coincide with you know what's happening with the planets that's the beauty of astrology i love it me too me too and with the solar eclipse you know the um the veil is a lot thinner as well so you know the physical world and the spiritual spiritual world can be merging together around this time as well so um it's a good time to do meditation right you know um i think meditation is something that i am steadily always trying to incorporate in my life and i'll be forgetting i do i gotta uh I, f- I forget to incorporate it as a daily task and i'm working towards that um do you meditate i do i do <laughs> um not every day but yeah for me, meditation looks different. I do the the standard meditation where, where I sit, you know, and I'm still and I ground myself. But my favorite form of meditation is taking a walk. So I, I go for mm-hmm. a walk almost every day as long as the sun is shining. Um, and that is my way of just connecting to myself, my thoughts. What, what are you thinking about? What What's going on inside, you know? Um, and it mm-hmm. is probably the best part of my day is going for a walk. So yeah, meditation. I'm with you. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. I definitely want to get out and do that. It's perfect weather. Sunshine and no clouds. A good 70 degrees, I think. So I'm definitely going to take advantage of it after this. Girl, it's been 80 degrees in New York City. Ooh. 80 Between 80 and 85 the last three days. I think today is probably going to be like a a cool maybe 70 mm-hmm. um, but it's supposed to rain um oh. sorry, inside yeah it's supposed to be 70 well maybe go up to six it says 63 65 mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah the weather has been amazing and it's global warming so it's like i should be worried but i'm not because <laughs> I have went to time depression and this shit is like feeding my spirit. I feel good that it's 80 degrees in, in- <laughs> I might look at that later. I'm with you completely. Yes. Um, so yeah. A manifesting during the during the solar eclipse. Some people say don't do it. It's not the best time to do it because the energy is chaotic. It's up and down. Um I don't know. Some people might like chaos and, you you know, manifest anyway, manifest at your I, discretion. I think that it, it's not a good time, mainly because the eclipse is so unpredictable mm-hmm. um, that you may try to manifest something and the eclipse will be like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? No, no, don't want this. And also, I feel like this new moon, even though we typically use it to manifest, I think that it should still be in alignment with the overall theme of releasing Mm -hmm. Um, just to continue to get rid of and end things that don't need to be there Um, Mm -hmm. I think as humans we have a tendency of holding on you know past due we got food in the fridge that needed to be thrown out (laughs) a couple weeks ago you know we got there's so many like things that we hold on to and um it's vital that we do the maintenance in removing so that you can replace. Um, if you have a 
fridge full of food that's no good, you can't put new food in there, mm -hmm. right? You got to clean it out so you can make room for the new food. And so that's sort of like what this energy is calling for us to do, to continue to remove so you can make room for everything that needs to and wants to grow in its place. Sure. Um, there are some uh, other areas of focus that are are associated with this new moon as well. And there it's leadership and self-expression, you know, it's Aries, um, courage and confidence, independence and autonomy and phys uh, physical health and wellness, you know, because uh, Aries is very active, energetic um, sign. But these are all areas of focus that, you know, if you check your transit chart, I believe it's called, if you check your transit chart, you can kind of see where the, the new moon is in your life, you know, on your chart and see how, you know, you can incorporate those things. Um, I looked at mine and it's, it's in the first house. So it's all about um, identity and self-expression and how I see myself and how I want others to see me. Um, I think physical appearance and body image and all that. So it's like I'm evaluating all that right now. The first and house is specifically about you, the body, mm -hmm. all you. Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it just... Um, you know, learned about myself in that, that area. So I think I'm definitely going to take this, uh, this new moon and you, and put it to use in the, in that regard. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. In the, do you know some of the other houses by heart? Cause I am, I don't have my, uh, I thing. do not by oh. heart, but like, yeah, I could give you a an example. Google, you know, <laughs> Google is our friend. I know like the fourth house is a communicate. No, is it? Um, no, that's third house. Fourth house is like family and um, mm -hmm. home and all that. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, hold on. Communication. Okay. Yes. So the first house is of self. So that's mm -hmm. of you. Mm -hmm. um, and it represents Aries. So any right. house is an Aries sign. Mm -hmm. Second house is all about income. So it's about how you make your money, material possessions, um, how you handle money and your yeah. self-worth. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's associated with Taurus and Taurus and Venus. Venus is the planet of beauty and values. So mm -hmm. I am a Scorpio sun second house. Okay. So uh, I'm very much... Concerned about how I make my money, how I save my money. Um, and it talks a lot about self-worth. I have an attachment. I'm having an aha moment right now. An attachment mm -hmm. to my worth and how much I'm paid. Which I feel like most people want to be paid what they're worth, right? I'm mm -hmm. currently in a situation where I'm not being paid my worth. And this is why this bothers me so much. Third house, you as you said, was communication. Um, and that is uh, with Gemini mm -hmm. and Mercury. So uh, Mercury is the planet of communication. Um, it oversees how you think and express yourself with others um, when speaking out loud and through written word. Fourth house is your home life. Um, 
and it speaks to your family life, inner world, domestic sphere, um, any placements and ruling signs of this house. Um, it will talk specifically to your relationship with your parents, how you'll mm -hmm. act as a parent. And also it's the house and the home. So real estate um, and your sense of uh, security. And it is with cancer and the moon because cancer and the moon, one and the same. Mm -hmm. Fifth house is romance and self-expression. So this is the house that's going to tell you if you're going to get some nookie, right? <laughs> um, it is associated with Leo, which is also the sun. Overseas romance, self-expression, fun, pleasure, creativity, and kids. So I, I had a reading with my astrologer and he told me that uh, during that time specifically, my fifth house was going to be on fire, which meant he he was like, it's time for you to have fun. Like you need mm -hmm. to have fun. And so, you know, I went to Philly, you know, and I started like hanging out with friends and he was like you this is really important for you right now it's going to show up in your chart so um also self-expression um express your artistic visions um how playful you are things like that mm -hmm. your sixth house is wellness and daily routine um it's associated with virgo oh the virgos um and also the ruling planet is mercury so it's the house of health your day-to-day -day hustle, um, let's see, like your to-do lists. You know, I I am a list-making motherfucker. I love a good list, and I love checking it off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel completely. And this is also the house of pets, okay? Mm. So, yes, the sixth mm. house, house of pets. Seventh house is the house of partnership. Um, and this obviously would be associated with Libra and also Venus. Um, so this is your one-on-one -on -one bonds, romantic, um, marriage, platonic, professional, any type of relationship with another person. Um, any of these placements, um, it's like about how you, you are approaching business relationships, how you approach, how you pair up with different people. Um, it's also about self-awareness. How do you show up for others? So one through seven is about self, right? It's all mm -hmm. about, uh, not self, it's about you and other people. One through seven involve other people. The remaining houses, eight through 12, is all more so internal. Okay, so we have uh, not internal. Yeah, internal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the eighth house is the house of intimacy and joint resources. Um, so this is other people's money. This is death and rebirth. This is where you go to end cycles where it's where everything goes to die. This is act and it, it's uh, it's in Scorpio, which Scorpio is a very, you know, death related type of sign. So it's where um, things come to an ending pretty much. This is the first house that does not represent anybody. It's not family, it's not pets, it's not cousins, it's not aunties, it's nobody, okay? Cause mm. it's about death, transformation, um, uh, intimate emotional bonds, 
and Pluto is the ruling planet. And again, that's in Scorpio. The ninth house is of adventure and higher learning. This is for the scholars, okay? And it's in Sagittarius. So, um, and, and the ruling planet is Jupiter. So this is about long distance travel. You know, Sag, like, love to travel. Long distance travel, higher education. This is, you know, your philosophers, your, you know, spiritualists, your anybody in the higher education uh, realm. Let's see. Um, the house of publishing, foreign languages, and religion also. The ninth house. Tenth house is the house of career. And this is obviously in Capricorn. This, this is so like, it, it's so, it makes sense, right? Capricorn is all about making money. Capricorn is all about like career, being career driven. Um, so the 10th house cusp is referred to as the Midhaven, uh, which speaks to your professional path, your social standing and public persona. 10th house um, will speak to your greatest ambitions in life and how you deal with authority figures. It's about responsibility and the, the ruling planet is Saturn. Saturn is like a heavy handed ruler. Um, so it's all about responsibility. 11th house is your long-term wishes. Um, and that's associated with Aquarius. Um, and the ruling planet is Uranus. And this is about friends and colleagues, although not one-on-one -on -one basis um, like the seventh house, but in terms of how you connect to them. The 11th house um, is about like working in teams, groups, networking, things of that nature. Uh, it's about how you show up in humanity and community. And then the 12th house is the house of spirituality and unconsciousness. 12th house uh, is associated with Pisces. 12th house is very much a, a house of solitude. It's a house of looking inward. Um, it oversees karma, what lies beneath the surface, um, what's in your unconscious mind, your dreams, your spiritual growth. Um, this is where you get to regulate or get in tune with your shadow self. Uh, it's all about looking inward and using the spiritual world to bring that together. Those are the houses. Nice. Well, <clears throat> with the new moon, you can see which house, you know, your moon is sitting in. And in those in that particular area, you can see where you maybe can assert uh, more leadership or self-expression or more courage and confidence um, where you need, you know, if it's a house where you need independence or autonomy, uh, you know. So it's a way you can, that's a way you can gauge how this new moon is going to affect your, your life personally. Um, and, you know, we always got some gemstones because those are fun. And helpful during these times, especially, you know, like if you're energy sensitive. So uh, Ruby, Ruby is a good one for passion and courage and vitality. Garnet is also so associated with passion, love and creativity. And it can help um, help with creativity and expression, expressing yourself uh, through 
enthusiasm or passion. Uh, clear quartz is always a banger, you know, uh, clarity and focus and amplification. Um, so those are some crystals that you could keep close to your person to keep you level-headed, you know, or to just amplify if you want to um, meditate with it or just carry it around with you to amplify your your energy field and what you're trying to create. Um, I thought about some rituals as well. That would be pretty oh. cool. Um, the first one is fire meditation. I thought this was this was fun. Um, you can light a candle or build a small fire and sit in front of it with your eyes closed and visualize the flames representing your inner your inner fire and focus on cultivating feelings of courage, passion, and motivation. Imagine yourself releasing any doubts, fears, or blocks that are holding you back and bask in the transformation power of the fire. It could be a thing. Mm. Yeah. The next one is um, tarot or oracle card reading. You know, that's always good around this time. That's a nice introspective activity. Um, and you can draw a card or multiple cards for your favorite tarot, um, from your favorite tarot deck. Oh, speaking of favorite tarot decks, mm -hmm. I had to put this tarot deck because I think it's pretty damn awesome. Um, I, I don't know the name of it, but it's um, Odd Culture. Janelle of Odd Culture mm -hmm. has a dope tarot deck. I absolutely love it. Um, dang, I need to get it. I want to, I should have pulled it over here. Um, I'll do it before we, we end, but I think her, her deck is really, really cool. And I think people should check it out. If you ain't got one, you should get one. If you can get one, cause you know, um, uh, it's a little exclusive. So I, I really, uh, I really enjoyed and think people should check it out when they get a chance. And Janelle's <laughs> birthday was on Wednesday. Happy birthday, Janelle. Yes. Aries, Aries season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it'd be a good time to pull a card or two and, you know, see what, what sticks out to you and what messages are trying to be sent to you. Um, manifestation, visual, visualization could be a great one. And you could create a mental picture of yourself, um, achieving your desired outcome and, you know, use all your senses to make the image in your mind very vivid as possible um and that uh, can always you know help you manifest well even though they say it don't manifest right about now i still feel like hey you can think about the things that you want to do internally all the things we just kind of mentioned um another one is planting seeds um literally like planting seeds and using that the plant that you create as like your um a visual representation of your journey of your rebirth of your becoming um yeah i like that one. Oh, good oh, hold on i'm gonna go get tarot deck so if you would like to yeah i can run my mouth for a little bit I could yes talk, yeah. i could talk about something um okay so retrograde is coming up and this it's the same as every retrograde janine you did not go far girl <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was gonna go upstairs or something 
Um, <laughs> so retrograde is coming up and retrograde is again another time to reassess um what's going on in your life so old themes might start to pop up you might start to hear from an ex you know they might start doing their soft launch they might you know a, a, an ex-friend ex-co-worker ex-lover it could be an ex anybody but people from the past start to resurface and it's usually to to um tie up loose ends uh maybe revisit something that happened in the past um you know reintroduce an idea anything like that so you might start to see those themes my only encouragement or words of advice would be just to take things slow reread everything pay attention to your phone make sure you know it's backed up and all the things because technology is going to be wonky i won't be surprised if we have like another social media a uh, glitch you know uh Instagram goes down or Facebook goes down or Twitter goes down or TikTok or whatever, this is the time for all of that to happen. Um, if you're traveling, please plan for delays because that combined with, uh, whatchamacallit, with the solar eclipse, you know, is eventful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um yeah, I have a deck is beautiful. It is very, very um creative and melanated and I enjoy it. And I want to make sure I said the name correctly. It's uh the house of house of odd. That's what yes. the name of it is on the back. So I want to make sure I make sure I uh represent it correctly. Yes. Which say odd is for audacious. Yes, audacious, audacious culture. Yes, I love it. Very dope. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, this new moon mm -hmm. is always good for journaling and journal prompting. So I wanted to hit y'all with some prompt of things you could, um, you know, give some some introspection to. So the first one is, what new beginnings am I being called to embrace at this time? <laughs> um. What fears or doubts are holding me back from pursuing my passions and goals? What are some areas of my life where I could use more courage and confidence? What steps can I take to embody the, any, the energy of Aries, the Aries new moon, and tap into my inner warrior? What limiting beliefs or self-doubt patterns am I ready to release in order to step into my power? What are some ways I can channel my creative energy and passion into my work, relationships, or personal projects? What are some ways I can take inspired action towards my goals and dreams? What can I do to better align my actions with my values and purpose? What blessings am I grateful for in my life? And how can I cultivate more abundance and joy? And the last one is what self-care practices can I incorporate into my daily routine to nourish my mind, body, and spirit? I love it. Mm -hmm. Yay. Um, and the last thing, we always got some affirmations. 
hype yourself up real quick in the mirror two times. Um, first one is I am courageous and unafraid to take bold action towards my dreams. I am filled with passion and vitality, and I allow this energy to fuel my growth and transformation. I am a trailblazer, paving the way for myself and others to step into their, their power and live their li their best lives. I am fearless in the pursuit of my dreams, and I take inspired action towards my goals every day. I am bursting with creativity. Um, with create, sorry, <laughs> I am bursting with creative energy, and I allow this energy to flow freely and manifest in my life. Boom, bang, pow, straight like that. I like it, girl. I like mm -hmm. it. You got some cards for us? Yeah. Okay, so the first one I got was major life change, and I feel like that is all about uh, this eclipse, the solar eclipse. It says time is right for major life changes as a new lifestyle or location brings a great joy and a trouble-free existence. You know, that might be from somebody. Uh, communication. A reunion could bring love and rekindling of friendships. A lucky win seems likely. Is <laughs> a win now? A reflection, I think, which speaks to the retrograde. Um, friendships in your life may come to an end. Others could blossom. So somebody could become a stranger or somebody could become, you know, even closer. And so ho yes, hopefully it'd be closer, you know, and any friendships that you're ready to let go of, it just was time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But around. Well, I think we got a nice little magical time ahead of us uh mm -hmm. retrograde i think ends may 13th ish or the 12th mother's day weekend um oh pretty good yeah so just encouraging y'all to like be chill mm -hmm. just chill don't do anything don't don't do the most don't do the least just be you and exist and let everything that's happening happen let everything flow and once um you hit mid-may you can press go again you can like i i like retrogrades for that reason you know i like i gotta sit the fuck down and this is gonna make me especially with the, the eclipse oh my gosh mm. oh my gosh. the eclipse is going to make you sit down so mm -hmm. all right y'all we is running out of time here. Yeah. Until next right. time. Until next time. Lay you back. Laters.